Good evening. You're listening to Wikisleep, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host and founder of the podcast, Adrian Sala. I'm really glad you've chosen this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. But I wanted to jump in quickly to let you know that the Wikisleep app is now available on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. If you head to wikisleep.com, there are quick links to download it so you can access this episode in full, ad-free, as well as more content and features. The Wikisleep app is free to download and try for a month, and with each subscriber, I'm able to create more content like this to help you sleep better. That's wikisleep.com. In the meantime, please enjoy this abbreviated episode of Wikisleep Podcast. If you'd like to hear it in its entirety, I encourage you to get the app. Anyhow, please enjoy. Tonight's story is about a real-life witch hunter called Matthew Hopkins who exploited the fears and hysteria that surrounded the occult in the mid-17th century in England to satisfy his own perverse views on so-called sinners. Hopkins and his associates were responsible for more people being hanged for witchcraft than had been in all the previous hundred years combined. So I think it goes without saying that there are some fairly brutal details in this story. If you'd rather avoid this kind of thing, I suggest popping on another less witchy episode, such as episode 118 about the amazing Betty White. The witch hunter general, Matthew Hopkins, was born in Great Wenham, Suffolk, and was the fourth of six children. His father, James Hopkins, was a Puritan clergyman and a vicar of St. John's of Great Wenham in Suffolk. The family at one point held title to lands and tenements in Framlingham at the castle. His father was popular with parishioners, one of whom left money to purchase Bibles for his then three children, James, John, and Thomas. His brother John 
became Minister of South Fanbridge in 1645, but was removed from the post one year later for neglecting his work. In the early 1640s, Hopkins moved to Manningtree, Essex, a town on the River Stour, about 10 miles from Wenham. According to tradition, he used a recently acquired inheritance of a hundred marks to establish himself as a gentleman and to buy the Thorn Inn in Misley. From the way that he presented evidence in trials, he is commonly thought to have been trained as a lawyer, but there is scant evidence to suggest this was the case. While witch trials had been a somewhat common occurrence over the previous 100 years, rules had been established to limit their frequency and the low requirement of evidence. Following the Lancaster witch trials, another series of witch hunts that occurred between 1612 and 1634, William Harvey, physician to King Charles I of England, was ordered to examine an accused woman to see if she was in fact a witch. This set a precedent, and from then forward, there was a requirement to have material proof of being a witch for trial. But Hopkins and his partner in the hunts, John Stern, found a loophole. Their work was not necessarily to prove any of the accused had committed acts of witchcraft. Instead, it was to prove that they had made a covenant with the devil. Prior to this point, any malicious acts on the part of witches were treated identically to those of other criminals until it was seen that According to the then current beliefs about the structure of witchcraft, they owed their powers to a deliberate act of their choosing. Witches became heretics to Christianity, which became the greatest of their crimes, and as the son of a vicar, their supposed sins fueled.